The following was pre-recorded for podcast at this time. Set the night on fire. Yeah. 
Well, how about that? Dizzy Gillespie, live at the Newport Jazz Festival from the year 1957, I believe. Wow. Let me just double double check that that it was from 1957. Lots of similarities between the, yep. the Diz and the Duke. Yep, 1957. Yeah, something else happened that year. Yeah, uh, something unforgettable. Yeah. <laughs> well, something that I don't know if it would even be possible to be memorable, at least for you. Because it's, I don't think most people would remember when they're born. I didn't, but uh, it was pretty graphic. Yeah. And I won't say anything more. We'll leave it at that. You know, it was like something out of a horror movie. It's alive. But you're here now. Yeah. So they say. So Yep. Yeah. So that was Dizzy Gillespie, Cool Breeze, the live Newport Jazz Festival version. Very from cool. 1957. Very, very cool stuff. I really enjoy that whole album. I have a lot of fun listening to it. Sounds like a fun record to listen to. Anyway. Yeah. I've played new the Manteca version from that album as well. Okay. Well, before that, the sandwich song of the set was Vanilla Fudge's cover of Junior Walker and the All-Stars classic, Shotgun. Only as the fudge could do it. These, Only as the fudge. These guys are, I would consider them a, fu- a fusion of proto-prog and psychedelic music. I mean, they were just out there and uh, really like that stuff. Vanilla Fudge from the album, from the beginning, from nineteen early 1969. Did the band ever want to make you eat vanilla fudge? No. No. Nope. Do you like vanilla fudge? Vanilla fudge is okay. Next time I go up to Hilltop, I can get some for you if they're still open. Well, thank you. Okay. Thank you for keeping that open. But I have to admit, I'm actually not the biggest fan of vanilla fudge myself. All right. I'll get you peanut butter then. Maybe a peanut butter chocolate fudge. Yeah, that'll work. Maybe some take fives while you're at it. Uh, We'll see what they have in the bins. That sounds good. I'm going to go up there when the weather cools down. Tie it in with some of my gig work. Cool. So we started that set. In fact, we started the whole show with yeah. Light My Fire by The Doors. Yeah, I, my, my intent was to bring some epics that were more accessible from the 70s and 80s. But the discs just didn't turn out. I don't know what happened to it, but everything was skipping on it. Well, the, you know. The Doors. Perhaps there could be a bit of an edit made. No, I don't think so. At the beginning. Well, the following was pre-recorded for podcasts at this time. Yeah, there you go. Okay. We'll start it all all over from yeah. this point. No, we won't. Nope, 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 nope. We start out with Light, the, Light My Fire by the Doors. I think that was the first uh, hit single. We actually heard the album version, which is epic, clocking in at just over seven minutes. Yeah, who was on the keyboards? Ray Manzarek. Ray Manzarek. Yep. Cool. Yep. Yeah, he was really he's really hitting it. Yep. He's very good. Um, by the way, to yep. our listeners listening, welcome. Yep. This is uh the last show of the summer. Even though school's in session, 
we have no idea what our schedule is going to be for the live show coming up. So it could start as early as next week, but I won't be here. Yeah, and but we're starting to get an idea of when it will be weekly. And it might However, be Tuesday night. Yeah. So anyway. Not not quite confirmed yet, but when it is, we will have that information for all you faithful fans and listeners out there. Yeah. So the Doors, that was from their uh, the Best of the Doors collection. Yeah. The CD. If I was just looking at the cover, I would think it was Best of Jim Morrison. Well, no. Here, here are the doors right here. Yeah, they need to they need to do their other members a little more justice. So I'm reading the liner notes from this set, and uh, you learn yeah yeah how you learn something every once in a while, especially at my age. From the artist poet William Blake, they took their name. Blake had written, "When the doors of perception are cleansed, man will see things as they truly are." infinite now blake was a bit of you know, some consider he was insane but i don't think he was i think he was an original um a committed christian although he despised the church of england you know in his homeland but uh quite the writer quite the artist and uh, quite the enigma william blake perhaps an endless enigma yeah I think he's most known for his poem, Tiger, Tiger, Burning Bright. Anyway, The Doors, that's how he got that. The show started after a somewhat odious, or whatever word I'm looking to use, beginning, but... Tumultuous. Tumultuous, uh, challenging uh, beginning. Yes. But what is life if not challenges? What is life like? Um, and we have the persistence. Yeah. So anyway, let's get back to more music. And this is a, the last two-hour edition. So uh, it might even run a little bit over. But enjoy. This is from 1977. Thank you. 
Spring was never waiting for us, girl. It ran one step ahead as we followed in the dance. Between the parted pages and repressed in love's hot fevered iron like a striped pair of pants. This park is melting in the dark All the sweet green icing flowing down Someone left the cake out in the rain I don't think that I can take it Cause it took so long to bake it And I'll never have that recipe again Oh no Call the yellow cotton dress Foaming like a wave On the ground around your knees The birds like tender babies In your hands And the old men playing checkers By the trees This park is melting in the dark All the sweet green ice flowing down Someone left the cake out in the rain I don't think that I can take it Cause it took so long to bake it And I'll never have the recipe Oh, my 
It's a nice little Outro. upright bass and violin at the end. Yep. <clears throat> Very nice. Cello. Gosh, the cello is such a sad, sad sounding instrument sometimes. I was wondering whether or not to play it after the sandwich song. I'm saying, geez, now I'm really depressed. <laughs> I would be depressed too if somebody left my cake out in the rain. I don't think that I could take it. You know why? Because it took so long to bake it. I'll never have that recipe again. Oh, no. Oh, no. All the green frost. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. Let me get my hanky out and wipe my ass. now. <laughs> oh. uh, that was Spock's beard from the album Kindness of Strangers. Their third release. Um, the re- I'm, I'm sorry. The Good Don't Last. The Good Don't Last. Mm. Uh, the Good Don't Last Too Long. And... Uh, we we live in a land where crap is king, and the good don't last. The good don't last, and the radiant is. That's what that last couple minutes of the song was. The radiant is among us. Don't ever forget it. Oh, well, that's nice and reassuring. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I, I know I know it sounds kind of universalist, but uh, Neil Morse was referring to. The creator god when he was penned those lyrics so uh i even asked him that at the house of blues when i met him in chicago all those years ago but anyway and he agreed that's what it was about absolutely it was shortly after he had recommitted his life to you know messiah so wonderful yeah so you know and the drumming yeah yeah nick de virgilio yeah, he's his, fantastic. His chops remind me of Bruford's a little bit in rhythm, but just just chopping them up, chopping them up, chopping Chop, them up, really chopping. good. Chopping, he's got the chops. He's got the chops. And uh, and the sandwich song was obviously... MacArthur Park. By? Richard Harris. He was a Shakespearean actor, I think, number one. Number two, guess who the background musicians were? Now, here's a couple clues. Bones Howe was the producer of the record, and Jimmy Webb was the composer. So who did Jimmy Webb use a lot of? Jimmy Webb and Glenn Campbell and all those used for their uh, backup in studio. The Wrecking Crew? There you go. Oh, wow. All right. All right, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's pretty neat. I, th- I think so. I think so. And uh, anything else about? Leaving the cake out in the rain. Well, I discovered the song through a transatlantic cover, which is another Neil Morse connection. That's right. That's right. And he, uh, he and his band made <laughs> a cover to that song in their 2014 release called Kaleidoscope. Kaleidoscope. It was on a bonus disc. Yep. And oh, I think we have that. Yeah, since my... Since my father here enjoys the exclusive content, he bought that special edition with the bonuses on it. Yep. And all the covers are really good. They also got Sylvia, which is originally by Focus. Yep. Those are the two that I remember right now. Yeah, the um, yeah, Transatlantic, yeah, knowing Neil Morse, yeah, as an acquaintance, nothing more. Um, but uh, when I had my foot infection, I was... Uh, I'd already pre-booked to go to Morse Fest down in Nashville, and the three hundred fifty dollars I put 
put out for the event was non-refundable. But uh, I didn't plead with, plead with Neil because, uh, you know, he's a starving artist like most musicians that record independently of the big labels. And uh, he did refund my money. And he said, hope to see you next year. But I haven't been to a Morse Fest yet. And the last one, uh, Europe was last weekend. Nashville was, I think, two weeks ago. But, uh, you know, he's a good guy. And I like supporting the artist directly through their mail order services, if you're, I'm able. You're a patron of the arts. Uh, a patron. I'm a patron. Patron of the farts. There you go. And uh, Before that was Odyssey. Remember the that name? Dixie Odyssey? Dregs. Dixie Dregs from their album, What If? And Odyssey? You, you were Odyssey in that play. Yeah, you remember that? Father Comes Home. Yeah, you were dressed like a Odyssey. rock star. You were, you, uh, what was a the dog name? star. Yeah, you, I was a dog. You were... What's her name? Oxy? No, Odyssey. Odyssey. Uh, well, whatever. Odyssey 2. Yeah. That was a great show, by the way. I'm glad you liked it. I think, I think it was, too. Yeah, it was great. And, you know, the cast and crew was excellent and so on. So uh, let's carry on with some more music, if we may. You know what? That sounds like a good idea. And I got, I got a little something special here. Now. Is it by Richard Harris? No, no Richard Harris, unfortunately, this time. But it's the next best thing. It's this is vinyl. a band called Lightning Bolt. All right. Yeah. One of my, one of my favorites. And it, it, if you don't hear my voice for the rest of eternity, you'll know why. You have to listen to this stuff to believe it. It's, it's absolutely wild. It really is. It, it's right. Is it wild, Nicholas? Yeah, it's wild. I don't know if you can hear me through the microphone right now. But, but uh, Nicholas went up to see Lightning Bolt in Philadelphia. I think it's a it's a two man group, and uh, you, you, you just gotta listen to it to believe it. So here we go. <laughs> Can't wait for this. <laughs>
seems to matter now Play me my song Play me my song
Thanks for listening. Good night. Bye, everybody. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> oh. Oh wow! Thank you. Thank, thank, you. You. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The crowd goes wild for Genesis. Yep. Great album. Nursery Crime is the album. The Music Box is the song. Yep. I think that was their... See, Genesis Revelation was first. Trespass, I think, was second. This was their third album. Excellent. And I just got word on this beautiful evening of Tuesday, August 29th, that the Orioles have tied the game. Oh my gosh. Crowd. Hello? Oh I know I know this music has been putting you to sleep, but that's okay. The musical box from the album Nursery Crime from nineteen seventy one on the famous Charisma label. Pleasure from the Buddha group. Yeah, well, you know, I bought my copy of that album. <laughs> Yeah, Buddha gave up distribution rights to the famous Charisma label in the States, and Atlantic Records picked them up. So all their entire catalog, you know, Vandergraaff Generator and Genesis and so on, wound up in the cutout bin, and that's how I discovered. Uh, I bought Foxtrot and Nursery Crime. I bought Pollen Hearts for $1.99 each. It was great. Yeah, that's not bad at all. No, it's not bad at all. So... That was uh, P- Peter Gabriel on vocals, Phil Collins on the drums. Yeah, Phil yeah. Collins is Steve Hackett so excellent. on guitar and so on. Yeah, I was uh, listening to the song It off of oh, yeah. the 1975 oh. album, Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. 74. Oh, 1974 album. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. Trick of the Tail is 1975. Shaking, not stirred, cocktails on the roof. Yep. Yeah, that drumming in that song is yeah, I, I, wonderful. I really like Nick DiVirgilio's and um, I can't remember the Hornsby's guys. First, Mark Hornsby, Recreation of Lamb. And I think it's it's great. It's really hard to get, and I'm glad I uh, found a promo copy of it somewhere. I paid good money for it, but I understand that if you want it, you have to pay big bucks for that record. And it's actually really, really good. But anyway, I, I, I know there are... are Genesis purist and lamb purist and so on, but this is uh, lamb lies on Broadway, uh, rewired or reimagined. So the sandwich song of this set, uh, A Way Out, Peter Hamill. Uh, it was recorded on the 7th of November at the Rucker Theater here in Towson, uh, 1999. You weren't even a year old. Nope. I took mom to the show. I was 10 months and 20, you get the picture, 20 some days. Yeah. So I guess, I guess it was, uh, I think the Rittlers came over to babysit you and Maggie and uh, took mom to the record. You know, she was a brave soul going to the show. You know, Hamill, as you know, is an acquired taste. But the saving grace for me is that a young lady who grew up with her at St. Demetrius, was also at the show. And um, so the applause that you heard on both ends, you, know, you probably heard my applause and mom's applause in that song, but uh, it was an intense show. But it was really good. And uh, A Way Out, he did every wordplay on Out that one could possibly imagine.
mm. even out to lunch. Mm. Out of, but he didn't. The word out of stock is, oh. is common in the, in the consumer products industry. But, but I'll, Maybe he should have done more research. I don't think he needs to do more research. Well, you know, out to lunch, out to I lunch. was looking at the, the liner of that CD and there's some Tostitos, some lunch meats. It was making me kind of hungry. Yeah, it was c- kind of like what we saw on Spinal Tap in the dressing room before the show when Nigel was complaining about everything. <laughs> yeah, what did they have What did they have in there at that time? Oh, really messed up sandwiches, Oreos that were split open, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> split open Oreos. Oh, look at this. This is a nightmare. The, uh, this is awful. <laughs> Speaking of awful, yeah. Depending on what you might think of lightning bolt, well, yeah, that's why I I, I wanted to slow things down too. After having a you know like three strokes and ten heart attacks during that seven minute set, I mean that stuff's intense. I mean this is two guys, a drummer who who wears a mask most of the time, if not all the time, and it's got a microphone in it so he can sing, and, and 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 a guy who. I don't know what kind of rig he has, but to have the bass and guitar sounds and all this stuff, midis and so on, I mean, these guys are just unbelievable. Uh, it, it, like Hamill, they're an acquired taste, but I really like Lightning Bolt. Me too, and yeah. I'm glad you like them. Yeah, and there's blood on the walls here from my headbanging, but that's okay. For our next set, yeah, we're going to take things... Up ninety five. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, you'll be you'll pay plenty of tolls between here and this destination.
That was a little bit of a surprise for you, I guess, huh? Yeah. King Crimson. The the, the red. The red, yeah, red. You know, there are three letters in red. Red. There's a trio of letters in red. Yeah, R-E-D. Yep. And it's actually an acronym for the band members' names that were on that album. Just kidding. They weren't. Nice try. Yep. Yeah, that, that was the uh that was a bonus cut from a recently reissued uh remix by Stephen Wilson of Porcupine Tree. And uh, that was the trio version. It just sounded like it was just done live in the studio, one take. And uh it was it's good, energetic and so on. Yeah, it got that nice rawness. Yeah. When you're, at least in, during my experience working with some bands doing some music there's there's a nice energy to having a new song and you know it's good and certainly that's a good song by king crimson yep robert fripp bill bruford and the late john wetton from 1974 and the sandwich cut was the sandwich cut for this set was Super Blooper by Buffalo Daughter off of their 1998 album called New Rock. Yeah, I thought I heard that before. Did you play that before? I think you may have played that before. Oops. Uh-oh. What? Maybe I did play that before. Don't worry about it. Oh, Hist- well. History does repeat. Yeah, that might have been. Those who don't remember history are doomed to repeat it. So that's okay, Nicholas. Oh, thank you. Oh, I guess welcome. I'm... I'm one of the doomed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, well, you know, you can be blessed and doomed at the same time. But anyway, we opened the set with Boston, of all people. <laughs> Four play, long time, uh, from their debut album, Boston, from 1976. Everybody did air guitar to this album. Oh, yeah. Boston's great. Yep. Yeah, great recording. I understand they're a really crappy live band, though, and there's just so much studio wizardry going on, going into these uh, Boston albums, and and I, I just heard that their live shows actually stunk. But I know the band leader. I don't know who it was. Brad Schloes. Yeah, I heard he was a perfectionist. Oh yeah, probably to a fault. Robert Fripp was the same way. Is the yeah. same way. I guess the difference is one... It was probably worse back in the early days of Krim. Mm. A worst perfectionist. So, you know, we're reaching the end of the show, I think. Yeah. And uh, we'll keep you posted as to when we go live. It should be sometime soon. That's right. As ambassador on the win-win situation Instagram, I... Hope you will be keeping everybody well within the loop. I would do my best, and uh, and I will not be here next week in case you get permission to come in the studio and do the show live. And I've made a couple suggestions to you as to have you can who you can have on board yeah, to hope. sub for me. And I won't be here the um, the last Tuesday of the month of September. That would be Tuesday. September 27th? I think it is. Mm. 
we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be far away. I mean, I'm going to be down Boston. I'm, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm going south. Yeah, I know. I'm not going north to Alaska, but going to the Outer Banks. And, I don't know that band. But north to Alaska? No, Outer Banks. Uh, I know north to Alaska. They're pretty good. North to Alaska is the name of a Johnny Horton song from 1961. North yeah. to Alaska. Neat. Way yeah, up north. I, I definitely Way don't know north. a band called North to Alaska. Way up north to Alaska. Are you going to play something to close us out? Well, that was that was quite abrupt. I guess I'll... I thought you had something set up. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. Oops. I almost forgot to take this... Uh, I'm glad you looked down there then, because you would have left a CD in there yeah, otherwise. Yeah. Don't you now appreciate my patience? But uh, anyway, uh, we hope you had a great summer. Um, you know, we're Nicholas. Yeah, as August comes to a close. Nicholas, his sister, and myself, we're getting along pretty good as we deal with our grief. And, uh, you know, just be grateful for what you have and who you have. Never take anybody anyone or your time for granted because it can end tomorrow and with that I'll say vaya con Dios love one another as you have been unconditionally loved and I'll see you next time around you know sometimes even with the great words it makes me feel like I might be losing my edge with Is the this new music coming out no, no, no. Oh. This is a Losing My Edge by LCD Sound System to close us out for this evening. Yeah, so... What some may consider an epic New York sleaze so, rock track. So, so, so the win-win situation appreciates all your support. You can send uh, promo copies and everything else, including requests to our... Our email address. What, what is that? Winwin situation at gmail.com. Winwin podcast at gmail.com. Winwin podcast at gmail.com. And we found out something interesting last night. The Winwin situation podcast can also be listened to on the Apple podcast platform. Yep, that's right. The podcast app. Everybody has it on their iPhone. Yep. So you so, might as well listen. So there's you no, have no excuse now. There's no excuse not to listen to us. And if you can't listen to us, you got a problem. We'll even post an instructional video on Instagram about how to access the podcast app. Yes. So, so everybody who faithfully follows our Instagram, who yeah. faithfully follows the show will be able right at your fingertips yeah you don't even yeah. have to make an account i don't think yeah yeah so anyway how cool is that what a deal yeah what a deal we're gonna close out the we're gonna close this out with the rest of the song so good night my son good night as we continue and have a to, great semester thank you may you ace everything again well, you're talking like we're not going to be doing this show throughout the semester. Oh, I think we are. Exactly. But, but I always appreciate but, the well wishes. Yeah, but today was your first day of class, so that's why I sent the greeting of have a great semester. It's not because I'm not anticipating being here again. Now I understand. Jeez. Bye.